from the desert fortress of Jabba the Hutt to the Death Star of the Galactic Empire to the forest city of the Ewoks. This is the climactic chapter in the Star Wars saga. Remember the Force. Rejoice in the triumph. Return of the Jedi. Rated PG. Now playing at a theater in your galaxy. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who is scruffy looking? Less. I wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you. King Tom. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? They got your weakened feet covered. And you, you're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 229 of The Sith Blitz. I'm your host, Raj Zalachai, and my co-pilots for this holiday spectacular, Young the Restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos. Buarguayo. The man we call Crunch Crunch, the man who is feeling healthy, at least, Mr. Less. Positive for COVID-19. Gonzalez. But feeling healthy. Yeah. Correct? I'm okay. You're looking okay. good. The man we missed last week. Oh, boy, did we miss him. We didn't even do a Naboo, especially Boo, because he wasn't here. You should have. We, you should <laughs> have. couldn't have waited. No. No, we can't do that to you, King Tom. And I said his name already. Mr. Tom Chansky, how you doing, buddy? I am happy to be back. We're happy to have you back. We missed you last week, buddy. Thank you. The man I call El Hombre, the man who came out with wet hair. Looking sexier than he's ever looked. Mr. Eric Struthers. How you doing, Eric? I'm great, man. Dude, we talked about uh, the Sith list on the motivators this past week. It was pretty good stuff. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. I was oh, about... no. I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, dude. Let me. Do you want me to just tell you? So Please. they were talking about in the intro. That's what it was. I said, dude, I got to be honest with you. I don't listen to anything. Arash said. I said, he, he does a ton of editing on the show. And what most people don't know is when he says, El Hombre, Eric Struthers. I said, usually there's like a 10 minute gap before I'm like, wait, what? Huh? <laughs> and Cruiser says, it's because he pronounces your name wrong. I said, dude, I should totally go. Oh, is there a guest? I can't believe how similar his name <laughs> is to mine. <laughs> Almost the same, but not the same. It was a good time. I wish you had been there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't need to listen now. <laughs> you just lost the download. <laughs> no, just kidding. I'll listen. To it. We uh, don't need it, and if you download it, it will give it back to you. <laughs> It'll shoot it back. Well, Les, well, I'm going to go to you first because you just threw a bombshell into the listeners here. You have COVID. I mean, it would only work. My story last week only <laughs> should have ended with me testing positive for COVID. the crescendo. You know what? That is you know- <laughs> the maraschino cherry. Right. 
on top of that amazing banana split that I laid out for everybody. Well, probably if you <laughs> threw out that much DNA, if anybody threw that much DNA out, right. probably first impossible. of all, yeah, I'm sorry if I did. I don't that part. You know, I hope I'm not a super spreader event. It's gonna be traced back to me. <laughs> and, and you know so. what? In all honesty, I will say I don't feel bad. Like I'm able to do home workouts and stuff. Like, but of course I have to do my part and quarantine and not you know be infected. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, about it. You know, I mean, it, like I said, it only the story would only truly end and be tied off. No regrets or questions if I actually tested. I went through all of that and yes, I tested. Well, Eric Shruthers, you came out here with wet hair. How are you doing? I'm great, man. It's two days till Christmas. I love Christmas. So hot damn. It's Christmas Eve Eve. By the time we finish this for you guys, it'll be Christmas Eve most likely. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. We could hurry <laughs> and it could only be Christmas Eve for King Tom. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That probably won't happen. King Tom, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm, you know, stuff is settled down. Stuff has become Good. manageable. So I'm very happy to be here and be back. And I, I definitely missed you guys last week. Yeah, we missed you too. And we're glad that things have settled down and things are hopefully will be back to normal very, very soon. And you can enjoy mm -hmm. your holidays and all that great stuff. Yeah. Boo, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, only one other bad thing happened to me this week. So okay. I'm, I'm doing good. I feel great. Nothing horrific happened to me this week and or any other people outside like they did last week. What happened to you? So trying to get, you know, Christmas shopping done in as quick of a manner as possible. Mm -hmm. You know, not staying out too much, you know. Oh wow, we almost had a beer fumble. Oh, we did. All oh, over mm. me. But let's continue. Let's continue. All right. Yeah. The Party show must go on. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, trying to get Christmas shopping done. You know, Brittany and I have only done it in like spurts of, you know, staying out for a couple hours. So trying to do it as fast as possible. So in our speed, I'm, you know, as being the chivalrous gentleman that I am, I open and, you know, close the door for, well, not open it, but I close the door for Brittany. Nice. And I closed it on my finger. <laughs> hmm. Let me see. That's uh, not that bad. Oh, okay. It was oh, worse. Not it's not bad at all. But I wish I could have seen myself because the reaction I had, I had like this weird, like, head shake thing of just shock right. and like is my finger really stuck and i was like oh. trying to like pull and i'm like i gotta open the door and the pain i'm just oh, like and then i had to drive home so i'm just seething in pain and britney's like can i do anything i was like no i'm just gonna sit here in, in pain and and just just feel the, the pulse oh yeah it was yeah. It, it, it it felt like somebody was using like a jackhammer on my finger i was like this is fun this is great put it put my finger in a cup of ice and shit like that oh yeah well, that's rough yeah yeah, but it, it's all right. Shit up. I work at a church, man. It's Christmas Eve week. It's a whole thing. So, but other than that, man, no, everything's great. I will say this in all honesty. I'm going to begin what I say with by saying this. I love my kids. <laughs> Having said that, dude, I have been stuck with them nonstop for weeks. My wife goes to work and she comes home and she's all pissed. And I'm like, listen. I hear you, but I've been here with these animals the whole time, and it has <laughs> it has gotten rough, man. And uh, I am, oh, Eric needs a break. I hear you. there. I hear. I, I'm sure it's craziness. Have kids, they say. They're great. <laughs> kids are wonderful. They're just the joys of life. Have children. Yeah. Yesterday, I don't remember what Amanda said. But she's like, 
I don't know, something, something, and I need to do this and blah, blah, blah. And Henry goes, you do you. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And I was like, good Lord, this is where we're at now. (laughs) You do you. That's fantastic. You do you, mama. Malik's on this uh, crazy infatuation and obsession with Grogu. Aren't we all? Everything's Grogu. Anything is Grogu. And so if I'm watching something on TV, if I had it on CNN this morning, he goes, no, Grogu. No, no, no. That's like, it's, he just says no and Grogu, because he wants to see Grogu on the television. So I'm trying to like not give him what he wants constantly. I put in Clone Wars and he's happy with Clone Wars. As soon as I turn off the TV, looks at it and goes, and points at it and goes, no, Grogu. That's all he says. <laughs> You've created a monster. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. But uh, I'm just happy he's like into Star Wars, you know? I have this book here. I even have it right here. It's everything I need to know I learned from Star Wars. Have you seen this thing? Have you guys had this thing? Uh-huh. It's pretty yeah. badass, man. It's pretty great. I've been reading it every day. Malik hasn't, but I have. Uh, <laughs> and it's uh, <laughs> fantastic. All right, guys. Let's uh, give out the shenanigans real quickly. Check us out on the Synthos on that where you can listen to the entire Sithos catalog, or you can check us our uh, YouTube channel stuff out there. Les and I did a Mandalorian reaction trailer. And if you want to see me act like a nine-year-old boy and get goosebumps live on YouTube, please do so. And we had a great time. And obviously, we're going to dive into that amazing, unbelievable episode in a second. But we have that, and we have Cobra Kai reactions. We're going to do some WandaVision. So it's been going really well. And you can check the public stuff out. We have merch and all that great stuff. Our potted forward page with our great fun podcast like Steel Wars, who I believe last you were on Steel Wars, correct? Uh, yes, I've been there a couple times. Yeah, I, I mean, I was in the last couple of weeks. You have been right, King yeah. Tom. You were on last. I was episode. last week. Yep. Also, Eric Struthers. You were on a couple of weeks ago. Boo was on a couple of weeks ago. That's correct. So check Steel Wars out. It's always a great watch and listen. Also, Kessel Run Transmissions. Me and Les have been on four or five weeks. Les couldn't make it to go record with them because of the positive COVID test. But you can check all their great stuff out on YouTube as well. And just click on their logo and it'll go straight there. Time for some box office. Monster Hunter. Controversial Monster Hunter, by the way. There was something happened. Les, do you know what the deal is with this and why it got so much controversy surrounding it? I think they make a joke. About like an Asian themed, right? Something happened. Anti Asian themed joke, which yeah, uh, it didn't go over you know, very well. No, no, no. But it did get number one, two point two million here in North America. The Crudes, two point one million, right behind it. Hmm. Uh, Fatal, nine hundred eighteen thousand. Elf, three hundred sixty five thousand. And Half Brothers, two hundred seventy one thousand. That is your top five in box office. There's some movies coming out this week. Tom Hanks has one, a Western, that's theaters only. So there's some cool stuff coming. Anybody watch anything? I finished The Boys. Oh. Very nice. Man, oh, man. Man, oh, man. Right. In the list of ways I expected that to go, that was not on there. And Mm. uh, yeah, it was really good. The season took like a weird like 270 degree turn there near the end and yeah i loved it though it's gory and gross (laughs) happy endings or semi-happy endings are okay sometimes you know right but yeah it was really good it was uh great story great characters just yeah 
nailed it. Yeah, I agree. I finished it too, and that last episode was crazy. What a great show. Homelander. Oh. At, at first, I thought he was just having a nervous, well, I mean, he was having a nervous breakdown, but I thought he was like, you know, anxiety was making him shake. I didn't realize he was up on the rooftops tossing one out <laughs> of the so city. Straight, straight Batman and Superman yeah. shot, except for him masturbating all over the city. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. And that's just the epitome of that show is right there in that scene. That, that, dude yeah oh man what a great show it's but it's you know it is gross and it is gory and it has all kinds of different things that you're like what the hell's going on but it's done really well it's oh, not yeah. just some bullshit thing it's not gore for gore's sake no it's, it's written really well it too. is yeah well that's cool i'm glad you finished it it's awesome yeah american pitmaster on netflix hmm. Brittany and i just finished that so essentially it's a barbecue competition show oh okay don't watch it if you're hungry because you're going to stay hungry and you're going to go get some goddamn barbecue. Mm. But a great show. Great okay. characters. A lot of funny people. The judges are great. And it's barbecue. Very you, cool. Whatever food you can imagine in all different ways. Just it. And it, the competitions are good. And it makes you starving. So, okay. Right. Yeah. Good. Sure. Good show. I, I recommend it's on Netflix. So, yeah. Right on. I have been watching some. Uh, the Expanse. Is on, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. That's right. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, fifth season. Um, I think what they're doing is dropping episodes weekly, so they gave up the first three just like they did with the boys, oh, and it yeah. should be episode four now. It's actually really good. The, I heard the books are awesome, too, uh, that it's actually a great universe to get into if you're into like, big-time sci-fi. It's got Battlestar Galactica vibes. It's got Star Trek vibes. Everything. Starship Troopers. It's it's loaded. Yeah, a lot of our listeners watch it, and they, they, uh, they really recommend it. Yes. It's supposed to be really good. Right on. Watch Rogue thing. One the other night. Oh, very cool. Still really good. Still so good. Always a win. It is a great. I'm still on my West Wing thing. I have one day left and I still have 62 episodes left. So cut close. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to make it, but it's been a pleasure to watch it over again. So good. I love Martin Sheen. I think he's really underrated. He's a really good actor, man. All right, let's get into, uh, like I heard there was something that happened in Star Wars. I think uh, an animated series was announced or something. I don't know. Kylo, hit us up with some Star Wars. It's time for Eric's Star Wars Report. Well, let's be real for a minute. The only thing anybody cares about is the season finale of The Mandalorian. <laughs> the, everything else is like, yeah, whatever. I Even if something else had come down. No, right, right. but, but The Mandalorian cares. was on. Did you notice that? Now, I do want to lead off with this. So there was some speculation based on the uh, post credit scene uh, for this episode, which King Tom, was that the first time Star Wars has done a post credit scene in any format? I believe so. Okay. Because wasn't there something with the Phantom Menace where... The, at, if you listen to the very end, there's a Vader breath it, at the yeah. very end of the credits, credits as they uh -huh. scroll up. That is an yeah. you, just, you just ruined his Naboo. I but, wouldn't call that a post-credit okay. scene, though. So we have this post-credit scene, and they announce <coughs> the book of Boba Fett. Okay. And speculation instantly becomes that, well, because of the chapter format of The Mandalorian, with every episode being called Chapter Something, that season three of The Mandalorian, which is supposed to be coming out in December of 2021, will be the book of Boba Fett, which also comes out in December of 2021. 
But John Favreau has said that they are two different things. Thank the maker. I'm glad it's a different thing. I I mean, I would like whatever they did, but I really want to see what happens with Din Djarin. So let's just talk about this episode. Let's unpack this thing. Yes. First of all, one of you guys, just give me your initial thoughts of it. I thought that the episode in itself, if Mark Hamill wasn't in it, was probably like a seven because it was just a lot of running around and trying to get to the ship kind of thing. When you bring Luke Skywalker into it and you make me almost cry, uh, it's a 10. Remember that? I was always waiting for that half. Like I was like, it's a nine and a half. It's a Mm -hmm. nine and a half. That was the half. It was absolutely a 10. The way they pulled it off, the way that they kept it a secret, the way that he looked. I know some people have problems with it. I don't have any problems with it. I thought it was fine. I thought it looked great. And it's even more impressive to know that he was there and it's his face that they de-aged or whatever you call it. Thought the ending was exactly what I wanted. I think on one of the shows I said, Grogu is going to, he's going to take his mask off. He's going to touch his face. And that's the only being that has touched his face since he was what, seven years old or eight years old or however old he was. Nothing's physically touched him. And the acting between him and Grogu, even though Grogu is a puppet or CGI, I mean, just nails, man. We're having a little child and it just, it just hit all the feels. John Favreau, Filoni, goddamn, Peyton Reed, Jesus, I don't even know what to say. It was just nails. That's, it was Star Wars to the utmost. That, that's how I felt watching Return of the Jedi when I was a kid in the movie theater. And it brought me back to watching it with my dad. And seeing Luke Skywalker in black and igniting the green. Oh, that's, that's, that's it. I just, I, I don't want to start. Go ahead. Well, man, I'll admit I cried. I for sure cried. I'm a bit of a crier anyway. Yeah. But I made sure that like when I woke up, I instantly reached for my tablet, threw on the headphones. And I'm like, we're going to do this now because the kids are up and I'm not going to let anybody inadvertently spoil me on it by assuming that i've seen it and good call you know but because of like what with work and all that my tendency is to check my phone first thing but i mean i have the willpower to say not get on twitter for example or facebook and then smart say somebody spoiled me how dares you but you know you're very smart eric because youtube when we did our reaction video and i was making the thumbnail other people had luke's face as a thumbnail with luke written on it with an exclamation point that oh, was a wow. fucking thumbnail. I know, <clears throat> assholes. Well, so. I mean, here's the thing, though, man. And I mean, look, I don't want to go on a whole thing here because I know people have varying opinions on this. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to get spoiled on something, it is well ahead. within your power to not get spoiled. It is. And yeah, it's social yeah. media is not a necessity. Okay? If it's your only source of communication with people, that I get. Okay, right now we're in crazy times, but you don't have you just don't like watch. Yeah, I, w- yeah, I won't. Makes sense. Well, it just does. I mean, well, well, but even if you go on to the news, CNN had it on there. It didn't oh, spoil well, it, the, but it said major welcome them. back major character. Right. CNN and then yeah. Yahoo front page had something like Mark Hamill. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So right. they, even if you it, didn't go on your social media, it was out there. Oh, no, no, no. And I, I, I agree with that. But what I was saying is, I just wanted to make sure that somebody didn't inadvertently spoil me by assuming I saw it and messaged yeah, me. Yo, yeah, you're smart, yeah. smart move, man. Smart. So move. I watch it, and dude, I mean, I predicted that Luke Skywalker would show up, and I just didn't expect it to be as great as it was. <laughs> right. I didn't expect it to impact me emotionally the way it did. I didn't expect to see have R two D two like yes. cut mm-hmm. me to the quick, man. There's <laughs> something about that, that that really got me, and. 
And I thought that the CGI with Mark Hamill was great. I did too. And part yeah. of it is because I want it. I, I wanted mm-hmm. that. And here's the only way I'm going to get it. It's mm-hmm. like this. Well, you know what? Then home F and run. Sure. There's things that could, you know, Oh, the, the only way it could have been better is if you had young Mark Hamill in it. Mm-hmm. That's, but that's, that's the closest you can get. So with yeah. all that, I, I really liked it. Now I was torn because I was hoping that, that something would give and that he'd be like, I can't, I can't, I can't protect him and fulfill my mission. You got to keep him. Right. That sort of thing. And I was also really surprised that he didn't give Grogu the ball that Din didn't. Oh yeah, you're right. Because he's going to see him again. He's going to give it to him later. Oh yeah. He'll realize, oh wait, it'll be like Costanza when he leaves the hat at the girl's house (laughs) as a reason to go back. Jarring. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't nice. give him the ball so that he could be like, "Oh crap, I forgot to give him this." It, it, his medication's inside here. I need to see him. But <laughs> his inhaler. <laughs> I um the the, uh, the episode was a banger, man. Now I will say, speaking of being spoiled, in the credits before you get to the, the post credit scene, you see Bib Fortuna played by, oh. by Matthew. Yeah, it's it's in there. And oh, it's, like, it's in there. Oh, shit. But luckily, I watched it on my tablet, and it's it's super tiny print. It's not even like your normal, and it was so small, I didn't I didn't notice it. Oh, but man, okay. and it would have been real easy to see. But uh, anyway, yeah, there you go, man. King Tom, mm-hmm. tell me about it, man. Tell me how you felt. Going into this episode, I was expecting it being the second chapter of something Star Wars related, it was going to have a bad end. Mm-hmm. Things weren't going to go right yeah, for the heroes. Yeah. I didn't I didn't want it to be Luke Skywalker because I didn't want it to be the only Jedi who I thought it could have been is Luke Skywalker. And I didn't want them bringing I, I didn't see how they were going to have Ahsoka give him up and then say, oh, it was me all along. Right. And and every other Jedi choice is underwhelming and not entirely logical. And I love Luke Skywalker, but I had a feel, you know, you have. I love Sebastian Stan. He's he's a good actor. He's a handsome man. But just because there's a Photoshop picture of him does not mean he is Mark Hamill circa 1979. No, no. Right. So I am sick of people saying, Ooh, but, Sebastian but, but, but King Tom, but King Tom, he has put out videos himself reading lines from the movie. So and he looks I mean, it's dead on. So it's not oh. just the Photoshop thing. He's, okay. pu- he's pushing it, too. Okay. I, I'd have to, I I have not seen those. I'd have to see those. But I was just I, I I don't I didn't think they could pull off Luke Skywalker. And and I'm watching this episode and the slave one going after the Imperial shuttle, the bounty hunters in the or the, the you know the Mandalorians in the bar, those Tie fighters launching out of the oh. front of that. That ship, the the way uh, Bo-Katan and Sasha Banks were taken over the ship, the dark saber versus the staff fight. This is like Christmas morning. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> and then those dark troopers come back, and I'm thinking, okay, well, first of all, they were setting up to make it look like Bo-Katan was going to fight Din, and then the dark trooper, and you're like, what is going on? And then one X-wing. And, and I was watching in bed on my phone just because of where everyone else was in the house and people still being asleep. And I'm like 
freaking out. Because as soon as they say it's just one X wing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, are they doing it? Are they doing it? <laughs> and and each little bit they showed I was good with. And it it was amazing. It it was the thing the only thing I don't like about this is that people are saying, Well, there's a Luke Skywalker we should have gotten last year. No, it's not asshole. This Luke Skywalker turns into that Luke Skywalker, and there's yeah, nothing wrong with that story wise. Right. But just the way they did it, it was so good. And the reveal and the conversation and just when I think I can't cry anymore, R2D2 wheels in. Oh my gosh. And yeah, that, that part was great. And then the, the the end credit scene was great. And then I got to watch Lesson Arage on YouTube. I watched Steel on YouTube. And yeah. it's like all over again, seeing all these. I got to listen to Hawes. Because, oh. yeah. you know, he was, up, you know, the whole thing about them not including Boba Fett in the Disney plans two weeks ago. Right, right. And then sure. getting that. Oh. I mean, this was like a Christmas morning for everyone that never ended. And yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat as Raj. I, okay, I left off the half point of a few others, but this was easily a 10. Yeah. I know. You know what's funny? I didn't cry the first time I watched it. And I didn't cry the second time when Luke came out. I got really emotional when they were saying bye to each other. When Grogu yeah. and Din was saying, but that's when I started getting really emotional. But so you that, know that it won't, you know they'll see each other again. Oh, yes, yeah. absolutely. absolutely. I, I mean, I had the water starting to pool right here, so I started wiping yeah. away, you know, the tears because yeah. it was exciting. Uh, it was, yeah, to see, and you and you know, I mean, when you said you were going to give it like a seven to Raj, I was kind of like, <laughs> wait, what? Let me retract that because once they get to the ship, things mm-hmm. change for me. Absolutely. Like King Tom just described all of it. It was, you're right. It was one after another, after another, after another. I mean, it just kept picking up. So if it's for me, if it started off like a seven, it was, it got to an eight real quick. It got to a nine real quick. And okay. then, and then Luke Skywalker oh. showing up, got me to a 10. Yeah. Because it had all the, these, these amazing moments. I, I loved mm-hmm. watching, uh, Costa Reeves and, and Boba Fett go at it real quick. Mm-hmm. Cause it showed Boba Fett still not one to mess with, you know? And right. it also showed the level of, uh, warrior that Costa Reeves. I mean, they were putting. She was putting. Definitely pulled some WWE moves in there. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I yeah, thought I heard Jim Ross in my head. I did too. I did oh, too. here comes the chair. Heard, oh God, the chair. Like, oh, it has a family. It, it just was like. It, I'm sure she even helped choreograph some of that. Probably. Stuff, she she's a champion. You she know what I mean? She's like a double champ. Clutch. Oh. <laughs> but it was great to get that. It was. I mean, you saw our reaction. It was amazing. It was awesome. <laughs> I I'm gonna be honest yeah, with you. Crazy. I did not think it was going to be Luke. I, yeah. That whole time that he uh was walking through all of those. And first of all, can I say this? I got this I didn't express it on our reaction or our other things we talked about, but uh when those dark troopers landed, actually when they first started powering up, mm-hmm. I got this like Depeche mode industrial uh, KMFD, there's a band called KMFDM. Not, not Depeche, Nine Inch Nails, right? No, like, well, just an industrial vibe. You know, there's this band called KMFDM, mm-hmm. and they have a couple videos with, like, the old Soviet communist propaganda, like, marching. Yeah. And then, like, the robots. I just got this, like, Iron Giant, this this weird kind of feel, but it was a cool feel. And with them coming back and, like, st- you know, bl- boosting mm-hmm. in and landing. And then the X-Wing just not like barreling in and like all, it just calmly 
just calmly oh, yeah. comes in. <laughs> like it just calmly goes in there and you're like, okay, what's going on here? The ladies were rumbling through that place. Yeah, they they the were the strike team. Ass. They yeah, were the strike that, team. That cool. Um I will say this. I hope at some point they kind of get someone to be uh, uh, maybe a, a tactical expert to come in and help choreograph some of the battle scenes. Because, I mean, I know it's Star Wars, but maybe if they added a, up the ante as far as like the battles going on and like, you know, actually sweeping clear. And I mean, I'm not into that stuff, but I sound like I am. It, what I, do you mean? It, like, uh, you're talking about like tactical stuff? Like Saving Private Ryan style. Oh, you know? okay, like, okay, okay. Yeah. Not with the, the, the shooting, but at least the handling of the weapons and, you know, positioning and stuff. Because Cardoon should have got wiped out at least five times if we're looking at this the way everybody and if people don't want her on a show, she was walking straight in the fire. And I'm like, that's not how you do it. Like, but whatever. That's that's just my thing. Uh ultimately it was just what a way to tie everything together. What a way to start you know, extending and showing us where everybody is at. I'm always asking you guys questions as far as timeline. Mm-hmm. You know, where these characters and where these events take place. And it's cool to hear King Tom and Eric, you know, say, well, maybe it wouldn't happen here, happen there. But this show is hopefully and all the other shows are going to do are going to answer my questions or at least help guide me along this Star Wars. Well, let me ask you guys this. Did any of you get the vibe that R2-D2 and Grogu already knew each other? Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Totally. totally. Yeah, totally. They both got excited seeing each other. Yeah, and I i mean, I get it to where it would be real easy to be R2-D2. I don't know what kind of like uh, sentient personality he has past being a droid, but if I saw that little green baby, whether I knew him already or not, I'd be like, hee-hee! Or, or maybe it reminded him of Yoda or her. Yeah. I mean, or whatever, you know. Whatever. But I really think, I really feel like the, uh, yeah, that they knew each other. Because when Ahsoka talks about him being raised in the temple and, it it would be very easy to explain, I guess. I was just curious as to what you guys thought about that. There's a lot of people that think that R2 is the one that saved him. I've heard that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, I mean, because anybody who was like close to Anakin going, oh man, this is, this is not going well. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> would be him. One of the things that, that caught me off guard and I thought was kind of more of the epic part was the action. There was some there was some decent hand to hand combat. Din chokes out oh. a dude with a spear. Yeah. And you yeah, hear yeah. bones cracking. All yes. and those are the things that get me because I'm like, I'm watching Star Wars. There's no blood. You know, people get shot, they drop, you know, that mm. kind of thing. But this, you know, he chokes out a dude with a spear. I was like, oh shit. You hear bones cracking and stuff. And you know, with the Boba Fett stuff where he's just smacking dudes' helmets off, you know, with uh with his uh his special weapon. I was surprised at that and I was like, holy shit, this is awesome action. And that's my question. Is that the first time we've ever seen a headshot mm-hmm. in Star Wars? Yes. Because I, I asked Brittany that. I was like, some I was like, that dude just got a headshot. I'm like right, right, King Tom? We've never seen a headshot like that. You mean in the shuttle in the beginning? Yes. Like I, I with the, without a helmet on. Somebody getting shot right in the head. I think so. Yeah. Right. I was like, oh shit. Just on top of everything else, I thought the action was superb i'm I'm a sucker for a spear or a staff so the the dark saber scene between din and moff <laughs> oh that was so sick and he just fucking dominated How about there's him. a move that he kicked it with his heel yes yeah. Oh, oh yeah i know i did the same thing i was like oh that's sick so yeah um, all, all on top of that it was just great i 
I do have a question though about the the dark troopers because we've seen we've seen droids before in warfare. They seem more fluid. Even the even the regular uh, separatist army, the uh, you know the battle Roger droids. Roger battle droid. Thank you. They seem more fluid than the dark troopers. Is that on purpose? Or did we just kind of forget how to make droids kind of thing? Even even the uh, even the super battle droids seem a bit more fluid than the dark troopers. I thought I was watching Terminator, the first one, mm-hmm, you know, when mm-hmm. he's all when the skin is melted away and he's kind of just, you know, I was like, it looked awesome. Well, because it, it gave me a feel of this thing is so armored and so awesome that it doesn't need to do anything much. You know, you know, it's like you a walking I, tank. Ex- that's what I was about to say. Yeah. You don't expect the tank to be able to you know you know make a make a uh, u-turn because it doesn't need to it's just going to go through the fucking wall if it needs to well, that kind of thing so king, that was my question i got a question for king tom that will hopefully answer this is this the first time that we've seen the dark troopers in canon yes in, not video there, games there was canon. there was an episode of rebels where there was something like a dark trooper there were a few of them and people at at the eric i'm you know what I'm talking about? It was like season two or season. It was one of the seasons with Thrawn. Yeah, he um, he has them in his like he's sparring against. It's them. not. It's not. Oh, I remember those. that with the with. The, yeah, or, they, or they, you're not talking the about sparring, those. No, they're the sparring trees. But there's like a scene I think with Ezra and Zeb in a hallway, and at the time people were like, "Are these dark troopers?" Okay, but they there they were there were differences. Mm, okay. Well, oh, I know. That, oh, go ahead. I know what you're talking about, and no, I don't know if those, you know, I don't know if those were intended to be, but right. yeah, I definitely got that that vibe. The reason I'm asking this is because maybe this is something that was just built. Maybe Gideon yeah. just built these things, and so the technology that he has and the resources he has does, isn't what they had mm-hmm. back then. And, and, well, and also, he does say that they're third generation. Yeah, they've taken the human right. uh, aspect out of it. Right. And they're just droids, purely droids. So that was just something that I. I was just wondering and stuff like that, but the action was awesome. The you know, interestingly enough, we you know, Les talked about the girl power and stuff like that. That was perfect. That was really I good. thought that was perfect because all of them they weren't given a role; they took it. Mm-hmm. They said, "This is how this is going to go. This is how we're going to do this. This is how this is going to happen." Each one had their own input, and just boom, 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 boom. And the guys are just sitting there like, "Yeah, okay, that sounds great. Yeah, that's." Mm-hmm better plan than i had and i was like that was it was so fluid and it just felt you're like that was the shit that was just so smooth and i was like yes i want their plan they looked great them just fucking just rolling through that ship like a team it was just awesome awesome um so yeah no i i I loved it and you know although some people are complaining about the mark hamill cgi and stuff like that my question there's there's a couple of options you get somebody else you get somebody else and you put mark hamill's face on top of that de-aged or whatever you want to do and i an, an actor and just use him as as a body double essentially you get someone to do the whole thing you know face real face and all example sebastian stan whoever you want or you get actually mark hamill there <laughs> yeah nobody's gonna be happy Mm-hmm. But having Mark Hamill there, that's just that little bit on top. Oh, yeah. Where people are going to be, all right, I'll take it. Oh, yeah. I'll complain and be like, well, you have other options. This is the one that's going to make you the happiest because that's Mark Hamill. That's his voice. That's him there. You know, that's 
you're never going to get that ever again. And he's there. Yeah, you, you see that person on screen and it's him. I would love to see the behind the scenes stuff, you know, that, that kind of thing. Cause you know, people are complaining. I'm like, well, that's fucking him. Mm-hmm. He's there. So yeah. So uh, I, I think those complaints, I'll listen to them, but they're kind of just, just, just swallow it and be happy kind of thing. That's right. Just, so, exactly. Yeah. We talked about that many times. Mm-hmm. I thought it was done so well that I we, literally, if the reaction video, I'm like, oh my god, they got Sebastian Stan. Oh my god. Oh my god, Sebastian Stan. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I thought too. When yeah, I, first saw I was it. like, that, so I mean, if you if you made me feel like that was a human being, a, a real face, then well done, mm-hmm. well done. One thing that was nice when we were talking about the girl power aspect of it is, uh, you know, explaining to my daughter that, hey, I'm glad that you take this for granted. I'm glad that to you, that's just, yep, normal business. Mm -hmm. I told her, Mm -hmm. Amanda and I told her, listen, when mommy and daddy were young, girls were like, here, put on a bikini and look pretty. Even if they were kicking ass, they made sure to, you know, Mm -hmm. get plenty of like sex appeal out of it. And not that there wasn't any of that, but you understand what I'm saying. It's just mm-hmm. I I love that I think it's an excellent excellent thing to to have in there. Really, and then um, God, what was it? oh watching my kids watch this and watching my wife watch it was really something because you know my wife she likes Star Wars because she's seen it because of me, mm-hmm. but man, I mean she is like all in on the edge of her seat freaked out just (laughs) and you know this show has been such a good bridge between like the hardcores and the normies if you will and you know when i hear the hardcores talking about true fans this and true fans that and no 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 no. that's people love this show because it kicks ass and you don't have to have some sort of fan cred to like no. it more than somebody else. And I, that's what I, I really, really love about it. Yeah, you're right. And, well, go ahead. I was one. Yeah, I agree with everything Eric says, but one kind of unheralded aspect. And I think we're starting to take him for granted, but Giancarlo Esposito was so good in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, in the action scenes and the whole mind game scenes in it, in the bridge and how he went from O face to O shit face mm-hmm. in the span of a few seconds. <laughs> um, we're really lucky to have him and oh, just yeah. knowing he's going to be at, be back in the future. And I don't know if anyone had a chance to see it, but they did a little video. Starwars.com did a video with him today that it's like two minutes long. That's and great. It's, yeah. It's part him and part animated about what star Wars means to him. And, you know, not just what it was like when he was on set, but the character lessons. And he is just such an awesome person. And he says his name in the beginning. And it's I, I hope I'm saying it because it's like Giancarlo Esposito or something yeah. like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes to drop the 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 panache in there when he's talking. Yeah. And you know, he, he deserves Especially it. when he says his name. He's he does yeah. deserve it. And he'll get another yeah. Emmy for this one episode like he did last season. He's easily what? Top three villain now? throughout the whole Star Wars universe. His ability to do certain things, mm. his menacing, he was waving that dark saber so close to Grogu. I don't know if anyone here was like, I, I think if he would have hurt, screen. if he would have hurt Grogu, I think mm-hmm. he would have jumped up. That's worse, man. I Putting think, the damn dark saber that close to him and be no, like, uh, no, it's, de- it's definitely like not worse than him? actually hitting him with the dark saber. 
I, I mean it, that that's a kill blow. And plus, and he got he got overtaken pretty pretty easily. Yeah, you guys ass yeah. kicked real he fast. Gave, no, he gave Din. A, a, no, a he gave run. him a battle, but he was he done. It wasn't, yeah, but he's he's not the emperor. He's not Vader. He's you know. In Clone, I, I don't War, know. In Clone his, Wars, his he's presence. not Dooku in Clone Wars. Uh, it depends on good. where he fits in the scheme of whatever he's doing. If this is uh, all his, okay. if this is all his plan that he as yeah. a moth put together with his own resources, then yeah, easily top yeah. three. But if he's yeah. a patsy for Snoke or Palpatine working in mm. the in the unknown regions, you know, if he's just like someone else's puppet like Dooku, then maybe not. But I'll I, give, I'll I would think he's 10. on his own. Oh yeah, definitely top, sure, top. Yeah, I would say top, top five, but then I'll again, I guess 10. yeah, I need to learn more because I know there's a Saj Ventures out there too, right? There's a Raj Ventures. Thrawn is great cool. too. Thrawn is yeah. fantastic too. Well, so I mean, I start thinking of that way. Moff Gideon's good. I mean, he's no Uncar Plutt, but he is good. <laughs> he's no Uncar Plutt. That's right. Eric, you're right because when Lorena was watching it and she watched it two days after it came out, when when Luke came in, she's like, "Is that Ahsoka?" Well, no, it's not Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, uh, who, uh, "Who could that be? Who, who's that? Who's that? Who's that?" And then, she, and then the green lightsaber. And she's like, "Green, green, green. That's a uh, steel likes green. That's a green thing that steel likes." And uh, I'm like, "She's like, is that Luke?" I go, "It's Luke." And so she got so excited to watching someone that's not fully into Star Wars, just like your wife Eric, be so excited that Luke Skywalker showed up. Just you guys. John Favreau and Filoni, you did it. Yep. You did Nailed it. Nailed it. I love Nailed it so much. Yeah. Now, King Tom, I understand yeah. that you have quite the nickname for the, the new leadership in Java's Palace. Well, at least at the beginning. <laughs> oh, the I didn't hear scene. this. Okay. I, I, in one of our group chats, I called him Bib Fat Tuna. Oh, Bib Ooh. Fat Tuna. Yeah, he's been living on the hog right there. My God. Claire f- told me that she thinks that he got the gout. <laughs> the gout. You see that? Drinking yeah. the sex on the shrimp all the time. And yeah. Just sitting around. The gout. Yeah, he, um, the <laughs> opulence, you know, that's, he yeah. subscribes to that theory that, that, um, being fat is a sign of your wealth, your status. That's right. Like yep. King Henry back, style. Back day, yeah. yeah, right. King Henry. Yep. Well, I guess when you're living in a in a desert where ever like you're farming moisture and everybody's hungry, then yeah, I guess that would make sense. It's like you're really hitting people over the head with a, I have it and you don't. Can we give a big prop? Big big props to what's uh, the actress that plays Fennec? Who's she? What's her name? Uh, Bing 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 She's fifty eight years old. And still whoop my ass. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Not not only the the physicality that she has, she, she looks, looks fantastic. Fifth, she's almost sixty years old. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to say. Are they banging? Who? Her and Boba? Who. Yeah, you know who. Well, that I, seems that well, the way she it, the way she sat in that chair is a little a little bit more than a uh, a life debt. Mm. A little bit more than life debt. To interesting. Well, good for them. Hey, yeah, no, yeah, go for it. Bonnie and Clyde, there it is. Bonnie, that's what I was thinking. I was like, they're fucking, they're legit gangsters. The way he sits on that chair, she sits next to him. I'm like, oh, I was like, instant gangsters. I was like, I was waiting for some uh, mob music to kick off or something like that. Oh, the music was rad. Oh, it was. It was. Yeah. And and also the the trance, like the KMFDM music that the, the troopers had. Wow. 
That just mm-hmm. it threw me off it's a on little. Spotify, by the way. Yeah, it threw me off a little bit, but as the show went on, it, it I bought into it because I was like, this is like some like fucking robot shit. You yeah. know, you know, yeah. you know, like you know, like everybody, it's their theme. You're like, oh yeah. fuck, here it's they crazy. come. Yeah. Unless it's funny, you said KMFDM because, and you brought up Depeche Mode. KMFDM, when I was a kid, yep. I, yes. they always said it was kill motherfucking Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode, yeah, yeah, I know. that's I what know. it stood for. Um, I just remember because so it was, big, was Mode that video that they showed so. was actually like a battle slap mm-hmm. to Depeche Mode. And for all you uh, Game of Thrones fans, Les brought this up when we watched it. Was that not the Prince Oberyn fucking smash of the face? That he was doing, that the, uh, dark the dark trooper, trooper was smashing him in the face. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I said it's the mountain and the viper for sure, right? Because they were going at it. And he grabbed him. He's like clunk, clunk, and clunk. and and for he's the people that don't watch Game of Thrones, yeah. that's how Pedro Pascal pretty much died. He got his face smashed in. Um, he shouldn't have. He should have won that. He actually did in the long run, but that's Game of Thrones. Yeah. So <laughs> nobody you know, wins in Game of Thrones. Let's be honest. <laughs> oh. Best episode of the season. I still love the Ahsoka episode. Just, I absolutely love that episode. But just having Mark Hamill in this one, I think, tops it all off. Back on to King Tom's uh, thing. This Luke becomes the Luke we see in The Last Jedi. Yep. This Luke is trying to rebuild the Order. He's trying to pick up the pieces. We know he came from, it's been a while, but he literally was at the heart of the Empire. and. Of course, he's still in this certain mode as a proud Jedi and wanting to continue being a proud Jedi like his father, as he says, you know, it's just for people to try to either uh, hammer away at this seemingly this this fissure in Star Wars, they're they're barking up the wrong tree, you know, (sighs) way to try to wipe out everything that KK and RJ did to ruin Star Wars. And it's like. Nah, they nope. Don't you're celebrating the success in Star Wars. You're obviously celebrating Kathleen Kennedy. That's right. That's exactly influence. right, Les. You have every right to shit on Kathleen Kennedy if you feel that's what you want to do. I mean, this you have freedom of speech, whatever. That's your opinion. But you can't come out and say that this episode was badass and is one of the most amazing things Star Wars has done in the last twenty years, and then also mm-hmm. shit on Kathleen Kennedy about it because. Right. It's her deal. She's the one that holds the umbrella. It's the, it, she runs Lucasfilm. So give her credit when credit's due. And the whole, you know what? The whole, like, the line that he says, talent without training is a waste. And I'm sure it, I didn't quote it perfectly. People jumped on that one, huh? Don't do that to Ray. Let's really think about this. Ray was abandoned as a little girl on a planet alone mm-hmm. by herself. You don't think she's had to fight for quarter portions? Since she was there, Look at Les she was talking about quarter She was pretty this. damn good. God damn, you know what I'm saying? I just got her. I just got excited. <laughs> you got a quarter portion going. I got. A full, I got a. Full, <laughs> He's got a quarter. I got, I got a full, full portion. One going quarter right portion. <sighs> all right. Well, we all loved it. I'm sure all of you listening loved it. Um, there's not a lot of other Star Wars stuff going on. Uh, King Tom, you said that you saw Favreau on Good Morning America. Yeah, they had him on Monday to you know kind of a victory lap of how great the Mando was and he dropped the information that he Dave Filoni and Robert Rodriguez are going to be the executive producers of the book of Boba Fett oh Rodriguez is involved that's cool man the action is going to be pretty cool then better be mm-hmm. wow some people I, I've read that some people don't like his style it's very like raw I'm, yeah I, like I, it. I think it's cool the the one epi- the one Mando episode he did 
a lot of the a lot of people were saying some of the effects were deliberately not at their best or yeah. or of a different of a different angle fan, fan filmy yeah fan filmy and some people didn't like it but that's his style yeah that is his style well great thank you eric thank you guys uh for that was a great discussion it was a great episode and i cannot wait for the next season so happy that it, the book of both Fed's going to be something separate and we're going to get you know i've been saying there's no way that disney's going to just let grogu go for a year and not have him in anything that's definitely i knew that was going to happen so well let's uh let's jump into some emails real quick about mando email from avery hey guys hope you're doing well with the holidays and all right off the bat the second season of the mando came to an end with a bang to say that i was shooketh by the events of chapter 16 the rescue would be putting it mildly did you guys tear up a little when din took his helmet off to say goodbye to grogu because i was a wreck not ashamed to admit it you shouldn't be ashamed to admit it, buddy. It's an emotional I, moment. It was. I was wrecked the second time. I will also say I was thoroughly shocked and pleased with how they did Luke Skywalker. And it's always cool to see R2-D2, especially when you're not expecting it. So here are my three questions. Number one, with Grogu going with Luke, do you think before the Mandalorian ends, will Din be reunited with Grogu? I say yes. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. 100%. I think he's yeah. going to be reunited within the first two, three episodes of next season. Number two, how cool would it be for Ahsoka to meet Luke, the son of her former master and friend Anakin? That would be insane. A lot of people were expecting that in this last episode. Not saying it's going to happen, but that would be, that would blow my mind. I think it is going to happen. I think it's all going to come to this kind of um, conclusion. Conclusion. And Avengers. With three, with the book of Boba Fett coming December 2021, Haas must be so happy. <laughs> he is definitely happy. Do you think it will be a separate event from the Mandalorian or is it the new arc for the Din? As well, now that Grogu is with Luke, can we expect to see Cobb Banth return to spar off with Boba Fett on Tatooine? I don't think He'd so. He'd fucking kill him. He'd kill him, yeah. Uh, I know that's a lot, but man, this episode in the season is a whole pretty damn epic. And I'm glad you guys have taken the time to read my thoughts and questions on your show. Definitely one of the best damn podcasts in the galaxy. Thank you, buddy. Can't wait for 2021. Have a safe and happy holidays. Banter on. Avery, creator and host of Battles and Banter Podcast. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for, I mean, I'm so glad that you've been sending us emails. I really appreciate it. I will, and happy holidays to you. I'm going to ask these guys real quick. Obviously, you guys think that Ahsoka and Luke will meet. Man, I don't know. I, I guess maybe. I don't feel like it has to be a, like just a foregone conclusion that it's going to happen. And I, okay. like, I don't have a lot of an emotional stake in this must be a thing. Now, if it was, I mean, there's ways they could play it with where he's telling her, hey, I saw Anakin basically become good again before he died. He did mention some orange chick really letting him down, but um, I bet that wasn't you. <laughs> could you imagine? What's with the orange letting people down? Oh, King Tom, what do you think? Oompa especially. Yeah, I would, I would love to see it happen. I don't know how they do it or where they do it, but I'm a sucker for the Skywalker twins meeting or hearing about people who knew their parents. I mean, yeah. I was, I was, it would have been really cool to me because Luke never said his name when he was on the bridge, but Bo-Katan encountered Anakin Skywalker. Right. And I, I think I know at least in this last season of the clone wars, they were together for a little part of it. And I think you know, it would have been really cool to know that name. 
Uh, That would have been cool. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even put Um, that together. Yeah, to to answer Avery's other question, though, I didn't didn't cry a little when Din took took off his helmet. I cried a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was a a tough one. I don't think Cobb Vanth is going to return back. No. I think it would be cool if they did. I but I'd like to see maybe him. in the book of Boba. Well, that's what he's asking. Yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah I think. I don't so. want to see him die. I don't want to see him yeah. die. <laughs> no battle for the armor, but you know, maybe just the marshals chance gone. encounter. Yeah, maybe he makes his own Mandalorian armor. Right. <clears throat> what is it? Uh, I I forgot about R two at the end. Yeah. How much is Grogu gonna fuck with R two? Trying to take things off, <laughs> little pieces. He's gonna zap that kid four hundred million times. He's going to be like, fucking leave me. He's like, he thinks he's cute now until he starts fucking breaking off pieces of his ass. And he's like, leave me alone. Are we going to get like a loot Grogu montage? That'd be adorable. Like for the whole. Yeah, that'd be great. Does Luke go on Grogu's back? (laughs) (laughs) I said that. You little son of a bitch. Yeah, let's flip that. (laughs) We got an email from OG Rob. Hey, Rob, what's up, buddy? By the way, still haven't seen Highlander. Hey, Sithless crew, questions for all you this week. Where is Grogu during the sequel trilogies? Not alive was my conclusion, but this is really depressing. So hopefully you guys have some alternatives for me to consider. <laughs> Please change my mind. I yeah. asked Siraj when Filoni and Favreau got their live action movie, but now I'm wondering when the government gets its hands on them because keeping Mark Hamill's environment a secret for over a year is next level anti-espionage stuff. That is true. That's true, OG Rob. Hope you guys have a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday. To you, 2020, I say good riddance. You won't be missed. That's true. Later, Oji Rob. You know what, Oji Rob? Great question. I don't think they're going to kill off, ever going to kill off Grogu. I think it's going to be something like they send him off, like Eric said, to these outer rim. And we just don't know about him because he's somewhere away. And they can start another franchise film series about what he was doing this whole time. You're doing well, buddy, and I hope you have a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday. Email from Robert from Rancho Cucamonga. Hello, everyone on the Sith List. Man, The Mandalorian is such an amazing show, which I'm sure you guys have already talked about. But I wanted to bring up, but what I wanted to bring up is how this show has brought so many new Star Wars fans into the fandom, and also how the show, like The Mandalorian, can get so much joy and hope out of a longtime Star Wars fan. I also want to say how much I really like all the round tables that you guys have been a part of, like Steels, Kessel Run, Rex and Around, Blue Harvest, and the Bad Motivators. To see how much fun people can have sitting around talking Star Wars and having a great time, no matter how big or small of a fan that they are, is truly very cool. No question this week, just wanted to put all of this out there. Keep up the good work and hope everybody has a very Merry Christmas from Robert in Rancho Cucamonga. P.S. I ran into you guys at Celebration Anaheim. First rounds of beers is on me. Because you just put that, we're definitely going to get together. We're going to hunt uh, you down. We'll, but we'll make sure the first shot is on us. Yeah. Uh, but you know what, Robert from Grand Cucamonga? Before Celebration, since you live literally five minutes from our house, before Celebration and when COVID's over, Les and Boo and I will take there you, you out and we're going to have beers. And yeah, sure, you can pay for our beers. It's fine. But we're definitely going <laughs> to yeah. take you out and we'll meet up and we'll talk Star Wars. We gotta, yeah, we should try to set something up. Absolutely. Cool. Absolutely, Robert. You're, you're way too close to us to um, not hang out. But thank you right. very much. And have a great, great holiday. Is that a tapping on the window I hear? Yeah. Is that- <laughs> all right. Well, there is all the Star Wars. Fantastic. Thank you for your emails, guys. And can't wait for the new shows to come out. I think the next one is 
Bad Batch. That looks super cool. So can't wait for that to hit the airwaves, as they say back. Before we get into Nabu and before we get into Boo Bits, let's go over the stuff that we didn't talk about real quick last week, which was the Marvel stuff that was announced at the shareholders Comic Con uh, Investor Con thing. We wanted to wait till King Tom was with us, being the Marvel fan that he is. And I wanted to him and Les and Boo and Eric and I talk about what is coming up in the world of Marvel. So King Tom, I'm going to throw out the shows and the movies that are coming out. Mm -hmm. So we got the Falcon Winter Soldier, WandaVision, Loki, Mm -hmm. What If, Hawkeye, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Those were the shows on Disney+. Plus. We got Black Widow. We got Eternals, Shang-Chi, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. We have... Uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, <clears throat> excuse me, Thor, Love and Thunder, Blade, Black Panther, Doomed Nation, Captain Marvel 2, and I think that's it. So, is it, a shit ton of stuff, guys. Coming well, is it called Black Panther Doomed Nation, or is it Doomed Nation is, an, is their own thing? I see Black Panther Doomed Nation. They... Yeah, I think they also announced the Fantastic Four movie. Oh, okay. That's not on here. Holy <laughs> yes, crap. They, did. They, they just said it was coming. They did Ant-Man and the Wasp 3. It's like, what's the... I think they said that uh, that one actor who we all thought was going to be Kang is going to be in it. Yes, Kang will be yeah. in it. Yeah. and then, Jonathan um, Majors is the actor. Yes. Yeah. The Lovecraft Country. Right. Hmm. Nice timing. For Disney Plus, there were a few other new titles that yeah. we got um they announced like you said uh miss marvel i believe that's going to be hitting disney plus later in 2021 but she is also going to be a part of the captain marvel yeah okay and then i don't think is i they they mentioned she hulk king tom i'm gonna have to stop you right there buddy okay because i have somebody that's calling us what's up buddy What's happening? A Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday to you guys. I'm spinning. And you're now, is this like a simulcast with the Sith list? Is the Sith list on now? The Sith list is on now. Yeah, let me let me put the camera out, see if you guys can see it. I don't know. Let's see. Look, we got King Tom. Can you see it? <laughs> That's Les, King Tom, Boo, Brothers. There we go. Now I can Mirror. see it. There you go. Yeah, but- I'm such an idiot that, like, as this is happening, I'm like, oh, this isn't working out as well as I thought at all. <laughs> I've heard nothing about this. I'm, I'm constantly trying to push boundaries here. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're wondering, um, we're, we're after Star Wars holiday memories. If you've got a, a little favorite, it can be from when you were little or recent, but, um, have you guys got a holiday memory to share with us? Star Wars holiday memories. King Tom, you want to go first? Because I'm sure you have about 100 of them. I was probably 15 and celebrating Christmas with my mother that year. I was supposed to help her cook dinner, but Star Wars was on TBS. <laughs> so I just watched even the commercials instead of uh, helping cook. Because that's the type of person I am. <laughs> you, you bailed on the holiday dinner on. Oh, no, I, I I was there for eating it. Yes. Okay. Cooking. Okay. No. You know, it's been so long since I've seen a Raj. It's been so long. Corey, it's been a lifetime. It's been a lifetime. 
in a lifetime, yeah. All right, well, what about you, Stralis? What do you got? Uh, man, the only good one I have is the thing about the Millennium Falcon that my dad made the thing for. I've, when I was a little kid, man, my dad got me uh, the Millennium Falcon for Christmas. I was probably five. And at the time, he was doing like, a, he was learning electronics. And he, he took the thing and split it apart the day I got it. And I was completely freaked out. And uh, he built this little circuit that made this laser sound. And he put a speaker in the little pocket that's in the mandible. Right. And right. Uh, put a push button in the back and put it all back together. And yeah, my Millennium Falcon went from being the coolest toy I'd ever seen to the coolest toy of all time in all existence. That's rad. Yeah, it was pretty cool, man. I wish I still had it. And now you have like 50 Millennium Falcons here. I do, but none of them are that one. And that's probably oh, why wow. I have so many. I'm trying hey. to fill that Falcon yeah, shaped to... void in my heart. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. How about you, Booth? Probably my favorite would probably be when, you know, I, I, my favorite part about Christmas is, uh, what is it? Uh, the Christmas tree. So I love putting it together, ornaments, the lights, all that, putting the shit on top. So probably my favorite part is that uh, I found these awesome, awesome Star Wars ornaments. I had like a Death Star, the Falcon, an X-Wing, a TIE Fighter. And those have, those have to be probably my favorite ornaments of all time. I found those and I was just like, oh, my God, these are so cool. And, you know, they're just, you know, the normal plastic ornaments. But to me, they are they are very awesome. Yeah, very cool. Les, you have anyone? I do. It's uh, the last time we all got together at Chili's with uh, hosted by Rusty Brown to <laughs> right. enjoy some American fare and uh, to go see, uh, was it Last Jedi or what did we see? Last Jedi? I think it was Rise of Skywalker. Uh, no, you're no, right. It was, Last, it was Jedi. Last Jedi. No, I, and, I thought uh, it was Solo. Chili's was the Last Jedi. Yeah. And then also hanging out with the Noah Outlaw and watching um rise of skywalker when we took that big party to go see that too. right right so those are my uh star wars holiday memories right and what about you raj my favorite star wars christmas memory is when i was a young buck my parents my my dad got me the hoth set which was with just a piece of white plastic with a bunch of like caves but i thought that thing was the coolest toy in the history of mankind, I still, I think I have it somewhere hidden to this day, but it's just a piece of plastic with a little couple little humps and a little cave and it has a little satellite. And um, I think so cool, man. I, I love it. I, I, I got to find it. I absolutely loved it because the year before I asked for a Voltron and these guys know the story. <laughs> a lion bot. I've, yeah, my dad got me a lion bot or a fake Voltron or something and uh, he wouldn't get me the real one. So I was very excited that this wasn't a knockoff Star Wars product, so I was very. Well, that's, that, that, that is awfully sad, Raj, but I did specify Star Wars memories. Over. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm going off brand. I'm, I apologize. Um, so um, have fun for the rest of the Sith list. Are you, are you talking about news from three weeks ago, or what was going? Yeah, on? we're talking about we finished introductions. Yeah, we just did introductions. It took <laughs> about an hour and a half. Um, oh my god, that's introductions. No, we're, we're talking about we're talking about Rise of Skywalker. Still not caught up. Okay, well, done. good luck with that. Yeah. And um, I'll, I'll see you all on the internet. Yeah, have a good one. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, everyone. See you guys. See you. Bye. Bye. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program. There were a number of shows that we 
that either we didn't know about or didn't have that much information about, such as She-Hulk. And I believe Feige, in a follow-up interview after the Disney's and Disney Investors thing, said that's going to be a more of a legal comedy drama. Wow. Which I am very much into. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't remember the whole lineup just because it, it felt like they kept on hitting us with shows, but two that stood out that we did not know anything about. They're going to have a... Um, and I don't think these are going to be multiple season shows, but more like special extended miniseries events like the Obi-Wan Kenobi um, series will be. But they're bringing Don Cheadle back uh, as, as James Rhodes in Armor Wars. Yeah. Where yeah. the idea of that is, it was a big storyline in the early 90s. What if, uh, you know, Tony Stark's equipment falls into the wrong hands? And another is um, Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn in Secret Invasion. Oh. Yes. yes. And those, those two, to me, came out of nowhere. And they, in a way, they seem like they should be movies. Right. Yeah, but I I like the idea of Secret Invasion being a series. If we can get yeah. if we can get a true Secret Invasion or if they can find a way to and that's true in air quotes, if they can find a way to tie it into the cinematic universe, the overall big screen or or just mm-hmm. give us maybe a movie finale, I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm really excited for Secret Wars. Invasion. It is yeah. Secret Invasion. I mean, and if you watch Captain America Winter Soldier, I think mm-hmm. that's kind of a version of Secret Invasion, and it's where if you think about a Hydra infiltrated shield, yeah, and they were able to get all the way in, and you you know to the point where they could turn shield on to turn it on turn it against us. That is just yeah, there that one makes you test your your uh, knowledge and 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 it's there's some gut punches in Secret Invasion. There's just a lot that I really mm-hmm. want to see happen. Really excited. So out of all of these amazing shows that are coming out, which one is the one? So Secret Invasion is the one that you're very excited about less, correct? Yeah, and there's still Moon Knight and everything yeah, else. Moon but yeah, I really, yeah, I really want. That's right. We didn't s- talk about that either. That wasn't listed on right. this thing either. How about uh, um, King Tom? Which one are you most excited about? Uh, part of me wants to say Falcon Winter Soldier just because I love that other Captain America storyline. Mm. But I want to I see what they'll do with Secret Invasion. Okay. Boo, how about you? Uh, I'm really looking forward to what if. Yeah, me yeah. too. That's mine. Mm-hmm. I think I think what if it, you know, cuz there's there's a lot that they go off of already. You know, there's been a few what if comics and things like that. But then now with the MCU with what it is, there's a ton more you can do. And I think there's a lot of cool uh avenues that you can go down and interesting things where you're just like I didn't think there- of that or I didn't see that or things like that or what if this and and then it, you know, we all have our own head cannons. Some people might even be like, "I like that one." So I think that's there, the one thing that could like change or almost be like, "I think that was better." So yeah, there's I'm a tra- to that. There's a trailer for that, and it's given us an idea of some of the storylines we're mm-hmm. gonna get. It's oh, phenomenal. Yeah. And yeah. I think Chadwick Boseman is going to be T'Challa. Yes, he's. Yes. Uh, he, he, but. He's recorded multiple lines, not just from mm-hmm. what we've seen from the trailer, but multiple lines for the for the series. So, yeah, not yeah. just that one episode. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That what if was it, one of my favorite things out of that whole InvestorCon thing. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it was that trailer was amazing. Yes, and it, and the art style is very oh, cool, beautiful. I dug it. I was like, this looks just tip top. And then also the it expands things because it's the Beyonder. Mm-hmm. He's the one, the Watcher. Space, oh, the Watcher. The Watcher. Thank you. Yeah, not the Beyonder. Uh, yeah. He's the one who's kind of the what is it? The Twilight Zone host kind of thing where he's right. like, he's the Rod Serling. Yeah, he's there. You go. Yeah, the Rod so he's Serling. Like, check this out. What if this happens? And what if that happens? So I think that's a very cool idea. Because yeah, because the, the whole time I feel like this is just like a, a like I said, a Twilight Zone where it's like, well, let's see what happens when we talk about this. And they introduced the zombies, which is one of my favorite comics mm-hmm. of all time. Let's let me uh, dive into that thing. That looked awesome. Yeah. That looked really cool. Eric, uh, did you get to see any of the uh, Marvel stuff at all that that was uh, being announced? No, but I mean, I've I'm a little more aware of it now. And I mean, Falcon and Winter Soldier is something I've really been looking forward to just yeah. because I think the Winter Soldier just from the MCU films is just so ultra badass, man. Oh, so cool. And um, yeah, it, but what if normally that's like dangerous territory for like mm-hmm. we've talked about it in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. If you were right. to get something like that and you start opening all this can of worms oh, about yeah. what. But I think in a format like this, it could really work out. And especially mm-hmm. when you've had multiple like do overs in the comics anyway. Right. So that could be really cool too. Uh, I'm here's my thing. The biggest thing for me is that we've had like the Mandalorian has floored us right. with what it's achieved and like how it's bridged that gap that we were talking about between people who are super into star Wars and people who have had a passing interest in it. And I think that these Disney Plus will do the same thing for a lot of the Marvel properties too. And with this this lineup coming out for Star Wars and Marvel, hmm. they're going to run the show for a long, long time. Hmm. I'm I'm actually kind of curious about the Black Panther Doomed Nation. Also, I think they're curious about it too. I don't know if they <laughs> have it. They know exactly what's going down. I mean, what I would like to see. We didn't get any X Men or Mutant news whatsoever that's true but oh there's shit. been speculation if you watch Endgame, and uh okoye is re- is briefing black widow on what's going on and the the seismic yep. activity in the water everybody's mm-hmm. like oh my god that's namor. namor namor and t'challa you know wakanda and atlantis have had a major rivalry in recent years that would be at Marvel, uh, Namor supposed to be Marvel's first mutant. Uh, to, to speculate, that would be pretty cool to see it would if be. they are, you know, coming under attack with Atlantis and having to fight off Atlantis and Namor pops on the scene. Right. And you're just mm-hmm. like, I mean, that could be a bombshell that introduces the mutants. I mean, I know everybody's probably going, don't worry about the mutants. It's coming. Just calm yourself, you know, but. I really want to see what they're going to do with the X-Men. Dang it. Like, come on. Yeah. Give yeah. Very, something. very surprised. You're right. I, I just thought of that right now that they didn't announce any of that. And I also, a, uh, we got word that, that. Uh, oh, Charlie yeah? Cox. Didn't we get word that Charlie Cox will be reprising his role as dead uh, daredevil? Yeah. Yes, we did. Um, boo, you but is that a Sony that. thing yeah. or is that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? It seems like everybody's just coming back for uh, Spider-Man three. So yeah, so so he's going to reprise his role as Daredevil in Spider-Man Three, and what fashion that is, we don't know. Maybe just a lawyer. Maybe he won't. See maybe him just as Daredevil. exactly. So yeah, so Charlie Cox will because it, it does say Daredevil, but it doesn't get specific if he's just going to be Matt Murdock or if he's just going to be this. Or I'm that. stoked that he's anywhere because Ex- he's fantastic. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, and it seems like everybody's going to be in Spider-Man Three. So 
Bring in, bring well, in I Punisher didn't mean to too. segue yeah. in yeah. into quote Sony property, but it is right. Marvel too. It yes. is Marvel. Yeah, they're making money off it too. Mm-hmm. There's a lot coming, and 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 if some of these shows don't make it, and they maybe they get hold, hold up, held up in production, there's still other ones that I'm sure are going to get put through. Mm-hmm. I really hope Secret Invasion is one that they just go. We got to make this happen. Yeah, well, with those two actors. Yeah, you kind of, you got to push that. Because it's going to backfire. The fact that they made the scrolls, the quote, lovable, you know, when if you watch Captain Marvel, it's like, oh, yeah, the scrolls are just refugees and they need help. And I'm just sitting there going, no, they're freaking not, dude. No, they are not. (laughs) What you guys are talking about? Don't be stupid. And you see Spider Man Far From Home and you're just like, oh, and I'm just going, yes, it can happen. Secret invasion can happen. So. It looks like it's going to happen. There's some uh, the, of the crazy Marvel stuff that's coming out. We talk Star Wars. We talk Marvel. It's time to talk a little Naboo Christmas style. <sighs> All the Yuletide season the has Yule come. Yuletide <laughs> season. <laughs> so, uh, so these, so this Naboo is going to be in relation to Christmas movies, not necessarily Star Wars movies. So just. Expand your mind to Christmas movie uh, facts. That's here. okay. We finished our Star Wars talk. So, oh, I know. How, I, how many I, of them? I just are want to true. explain myself because I have to explain myself every fucking <laughs> how week. Many how many of them are true? How many of them are true, and how many are made up? Two are true. One is made up. Okay. All right. This is legit. Well, gremlins, gremlins, gremlins. That's my answer for all three Christmas. Gremlins, gremlins, no, gremlins. Just... Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Die hard. Yeah. So, statement number one: In Christmas Vacation, Clark Griswold decorates his house with 25,000 imported twinkle or Italian twinkling lights. Statement number two. In real life or in the movie? In the movie. Okay. Uh, statement number two. Jim Carrey's Grinch suit was actually made of yak fur. So a yak is like a, yes. it's like a very furry, <laughs> furry cow thing. Uh, <laughs> statement number three. Oh, uh, comedian Eddie Murphy and legendary actor Robin Williams were both considered for the role uh, for Grinch before Carrie got the part. Okay, see, the problem is here, guys, that I don't think it's Yak. He's going to come up with some other shit, like it's they, Llama. It's they were in Italian lights. They were oh, from Luxembourg. That's right. They're German lights. There. German lights. <laughs> right. Well, I the be- best lights. I think the third one is legit. By the way, the Coming to America trailer. Fucking Very funny. Amazing. Oh, that amazing. was classic. Funny. He beat Amazing. Joe Lewis's ass. Oh God! We need I'm to watch. I'm so it. happy no, that he's bringing everybody back, including I, himself, as everybody. I forgot how Ooh, funny. I have that a problem is. with Randy Watson. I'm going to be honest. As oh. someone nicknamed "Sexual Chocolate," I don't like where it went. Uh, <laughs> okay, so back to Naboo. So, what do you guys think? I'm going to say think, the Eddie Murphy, the Robin Williams one is true. I'm going to say that's true. Also, which one's false though? I think it's the yak. I think he's gonna come oh no the twinkle lights Thomas. i think it's the twinkle lights yeah. either the number or the the location yeah the or the uh country of origin so <laughs> I, I i'm going with the lights also i'll agree with you gentlemen okay we're gonna go with the lights everybody goes with the lights. C- country of origin is probably wrong no actually uh, it's statement number three it was eddie murphy and jack nicholson were considered huh? for the role of the grinch really yeah nicholson yeah so this Jack was like a le- legitimate Naboo. This is a legit Naboo. Your, your, wow. your Naboo on Steel's show was legitimate too. Mm. What's happening here? What's going on? It's Christmas miracles, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Miracle on Boo Street. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen the uh, 
<laughs> the Grinch animated thing on Netflix. Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. does. I heard the, it's awesome. No, I he, oh, he does it. a fantastic job. Yeah, I heard he's great. Yeah, you couldn't ask for a better one in there. It's very good. Keenan Thompson's in there too. He rules. Ah, oh, he's awesome. I love him. Hey, Grinchy. <laughs> he's so cool. <laughs> he does. Yeah, a original great Mighty job. Ducks. By the way, Mighty Ducks are coming back. Trailers out. The Mighty Ducks with Emilio Estevez live action show on Disney Plus for all you. Is this going to be Duck like uh, Cobra Kai? Yes. No, it's, yes, I don't yes, think it yes, looks yes, pretty yes. like kitty and cheesy, but uh, it's the Mighty. I'm Ducks down. Show. It's gonna be. Hopefully, it has like a Cobra Kai nostalgic feel. I don't to think it. it does, dude. I don't think it does. As long as they're not lassoing fools on the ice, I'm okay. We started watching. I was watching a couple of episodes of Cobra Kai with my wife when we were eating dinner, and the kids are in there messing around, and it's the episode where somebody spray painted the dick on oh, the, yeah. the, the, yeah. Billboard, the billboard, and like <laughs> the I'm next thing you know, they're the the young guys are watching the the video of the chick booty dancing and mm-hmm. amanda's like yeah, cut, cut it, it off it's like cut yes it ma'am off. you're right you're so right it's such a great show though so i can't wait that that's also coming out within a, a few weeks as well that's yeah. gonna be great all right let's end this thing with uh boo bits all right so we were calling we were talking about uh, moff gideon who is uh giancarlo esposito and he wants to make a breaking bad uh prequel focusing on gus frame oh wow yeah so this is his quote uh, I have a, uh, I have this whole storyline in the back of my head that he came from political royalty. He was a military man, but chose a different path to be his own man and find his own power. And that's from Esquire. Very cool, man. Very awesome. Very cool. Yes. Still waiting on Better Call Saul's final season. Oh, that's right. That's going to be good. That is correct. Um, we were talking about uh, shows coming back and things like that. Uh, there's also uh, <laughs> movies being made by old stuff. Uh, Coyote versus Acme will be <laughs> will be, and we all know who that is. That's the Wiley Coyote yeah. versus the uh, Roadrunner. Uh, comes out will will come out July twenty first, twenty twenty three. The film is directed by Dave Green and co written by James Gunn. Really? Yes. Live action? Uh it doesn't say specifically, oh. but the the screen image they have is animated, so I would imagine it would be okay. Yeah. Uh, st- other stuff being animated and coming back and things of that such uh batman the animated series and batman beyond are coming to hbo max january 1st wow yeah arguably batman the animated series one of the greatest the, ever exactly and then batman beyond i think doesn't get enough credit because I, I, I think it was kind of lost on the futuristic part people are like, well what does this mean very good show as well very good yeah it's really cool. you know hopefully you know I, I think the next thing they'll have after that is hopefully the superman animated series the two justice leagues Justice League Say what? Say that again, please. Jeez, I know. Justice League series, you know, unlimited and regular Justice League. I thought you were juggling something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Juggle these, I thought you said. Yeah. Juggle these. Juggle these. Yeah. Um, So we all know that there's been fallout from HBO Max putting their, or Warner Brothers putting their entire slate on HBO Max. This is, I think, something that's from the beginning a problem. And here, here it starts. Sony is already uh, seeing a jump in interest from from filmmakers after Warner Brothers moved all their stuff. Hmm. We want to be doing business with you because we know you are a theatrical distributor. Mm. They're going to start losing interest. I I agree. I think a lot of filmmakers are not going to make movies with Warner Brothers anymore. So uh, this is from CNBC. Um, my, My thing of it is, is... 
what Warner Brothers is doing is the future. Hmm. And there's always people who don't want to jump onto the future or kind of push back or pull away from it. Progress never stops moving. I think this is going to be, there's going to be a difference in ideologies of what to do here. And I think we're going to see a real split mm-hmm. on what goes on and we'll see who succeeds because movie theaters at the end of all this COVID stuff might not even exist. They might, they, you know, Amazon and Google and Apple might have to buy up these companies because they are dying and they might not even be a thing. You know, there, there might be a lot of shuttered movie theaters at the end and there might not be a, a theater to distribute to. Yeah. I, 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 we talked about this a lot. To nauseam, yeah. But no, but I, I believe that at the end of it, when the dust settles and I think the movie theaters will be alive and I think people will go back to theaters. I think they will. It's, there's, Nothing, nothing is uh, replaces sitting in a movie theater, eating popcorn and watching a big movie. Oh yeah. No, there's nothing like it, there's especially with like the crowd it. and all that. And if Amazon has to buy up all the movie theaters and even Netflix studios so buys up, so be it. Let them buy it out and let them distribute whatever. Mm-hmm. They have yeah. enough fucking money. Yeah. Yeah. They have, they have Bezos buys all, buy all the fucking theaters. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of making uh, the boys for right. yourself. Yeah. Or p- put the boys in the movie theater as yeah. well. Like that, that'd that be would rad. be awesome. Would be awesome. Um, uh, speaking of putting movies in movie theaters, Warner Brothers is considering moving Dune back into theatrical release to preserve its financial pro- uh, uh, franchise potential. Wow. Yeah. So there might be a little bit of wavering here off of fear and mm-hmm. things like that. Well, yeah, if you're going to come out with a movie that's going to be three or four a franchise, then yes. yeah, you're definitely going to worry yeah, about it. And that. especially such a epic film yeah. like that, it should be in theaters only. Uh, we were talking earlier about X-Men not being mentioned. Kevin Feige says a new look at MCU's 2021 slate will drop on New Year's Eve. And it's the, not just the slate in particular as far as dates, but what might be doing or what might be done in the future. So we might actually get some X-Men news, maybe a little bit more of Fantastic Four or other things that we just don't know about yet. Or it could just be a fucking trailer. I don't know. Interesting. That, you know yeah. what? It, it doesn't even have to be X-Men. It could be any one of the mutants. Just, just it could be a storm show. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And let's mm-hmm. just drop storm as one of the things they bring in, or rogue and gambit. Like they could do, they could just pull any. There's hundreds of them. They could just pull anyone and be like, "This is the show you're gonna get." Heck, I'd take a Dazzler series where she's just performing concerts and traveling all over the place. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. I'll, take it. I'll take it. I'd like that. Yep. I like a French tickler series. That'd be great. Probably an evil mutant named that. <laughs> there probably is. Yeah. <laughs> He's not even French. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Eric. I just broke Eric. <laughs> oh, just, oh my God. I'm so disappointed and so proud of you all at the same time. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Speaking of being disappointed and proud, I guess, Avatar 3 has officially wrapped filming. Fuck Avatar. Yeah. Next yep. up is Avatar four <laughs> and five. Oh, is that right? Yes. Two movies, no, three movies. No one cares about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that right, James? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I. Yeah. So, yay! Did they did they <laughs> mention that franchise at all during the Disney? No, Good not point. even a lick. Good point. Could you imagine James Cameron's like uh, investors? Right. I got here. Three. I am. <laughs> no, I got my blue people. 
Yeah. What would you do if I told you that we could effortlessly step back 20 years and follow <laughs> up a movie that we didn't strike while the iron was hot, but just give me some more money and we'll make it happen. Yeah, really. Burn Gully too. Talking about money. Pit. It's going to be better than the one with the boat. <laughs> oh, God. The Abyss? No. no. The That's where the movies are at right now. Oh, oh, well done. Les. Very well nice. Done. Uh, something that is actually cool. Uh, author uh, Ernest Klein confirms Ready Player Two is in development. Uh, for the film? For the film. I, I just bought the uh, audio book. I listened to the first chapter. Mm-hmm. Crazy good so far. For the, the movie is in development. The movie is in development. Fantastic. Yes. I absolutely love that movie. Me too. It was very good. I thought people shit on it, but I thought it was so great. I, that's, that's the issue with... with uh, Books or movies from books. Yeah. There's always going to be yeah. unhappy people. And the book is so popular. Yes, exactly. Uh, my final boo bit. I thought this was actually kind of cool. Uh, Christopher Nolan is definitely interested in uh, adapting his films into video games. Oh. So I was wondering, what is your guys' Nolan movie video game pick? <clears throat> Nolan Inception. Movie. I was going to say Inception. Very strong pick. Yeah. That, I, yeah, that would be a crazy ass game. Um, because there's already awesome Batman games. So yeah, yeah, those are already sold. Yeah, yeah. I would it has say to it. be an action. Ga- it has to be one of his action movies. Because Interste- mm-hmm. Interstellar. Interstellar. There it is. Yeah, my my my. I two, do Interstellar. Why not? Yeah, it would have to be between Inception and King Tom's favorite Tenet. Fuck I Tenet. Think, there you go. I think Tenet would actually be very cool as a video game. Oh well, yeah, I haven't seen that. It's out on uh, streaming now, mm-hmm. so we can mm-hmm. start. Will they have multiplayer though, so you can play Team Deathmatch? Ooh, as Leo of course, in Absolutely. a Leo DiCaprio skin and Tom Hardy running around. <laughs> yeah, oh, see, yeah, Inception. Yeah, you get a Ken cool. Watanabe skin, dude. You could have him as oh, old man. You could awesome. have him as the middle. I just want to be McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. That's all I want to do <laughs> the whole time. That's that would be sick, man. Jo- Joseph Gordon Livet. <laughs> Come on, dude. That game just is already there. Speaking of audiobooks, Lorena bought. Matthew McConaughey's uh, memoirs, and it is fucking cool. <laughs> Did you? What I is say, it? I said memoirs. <laughs> memoirs. Yeah. yeah. Right when I said it, I was like, "Fuck." Matthew McConaughey. And then it got quiet. Mem- it got quiet. Nobody said anything. I was like, "Did I get away with this one?" Nope. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey's memoirs. 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 It's it's a French word. I was good. The oh, that's how, that's how they pronounce it in Arkansas. Oh. <laughs> you know what? You can go back and not be honest. I'll put it in my memoirs. My memoirs. Well, his book, Boston. his book, his audiobook, memoirs, it, and it's fantastic. It's like sitting down, drinking a beer with him. It's really cool. Doesn't he have like a whiskey? No, wild, wild turkey. Doesn't he do wild turkey? Uh, I don't, yeah, he does wild turkey. But you, you would be drinking his whiskey. Wait till you read my memoirs. <laughs> It'll say "fuck you, King Tom." Yeah, that's the title. <laughs> All right, well, that's that's uh, pretty condensed boo big compared to last week, dude. Yeah, you, my, uh, it was my, about three hours. Last yeah, week. my my bits weren't that full. No, <laughs> um, Les is dying, so he had to leave. It looks like he's coughing or laughing. I don't know, um, but I uh, thank you. Boo. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> he's back, guys. He's back. Barely. Well, that wraps up this holiday <laughs> episode of Raj's memoirs no, of the Sith list. We really appreciate you listening, and we hope you have a fantastic, great, safe, 
holiday and a new year. That's the spirit. (laughs) Where can people find you? Well, check out my other podcast. Allegedly, mostly Star Wars. Uh, The Bad Motivators. It's neat. And I have fun doing that one, too. And you can follow me on Twitter at Eric Strahler's. Don't worry, you're not going to see any gigs because I'm not playing any. Good, good. Be safe. Mr. Tom Chansky, King of All Pods, where can people find you? Well, I tweet my memoirs at Tom (laughs) Chansky. And then you can also (laughs) hear more of me on Patreon shows for our friends at Steel Wars, Bad Motivators, and Blue Harvest. (laughs) That was good, the whole episode, man. I had to bring up fucking (laughs) Matthew McConaughey. Of all things. I like well, the you, effort though, Rod. You you tried yeah. to drop the, the, the French. That was yeah. good, man. It's all good, man. I like it. I, it was just hilarious. I, I think like it, Les and I were watching each other waiting yeah. to see if someone was gonna say anything. <laughs> I'm not hating on you, bro. I'm not hating on you, Raj. It just I knew it was coming. Right when you said memoirs, I was like, <laughs> Les, where can people find your ass? Hopefully you can find me COVID free. <laughs> if you see less anywhere, get away from him. I should be, be good by after Christmas Day. Yeah, I'm that's true. Christmas Day, good. I'm okay. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Christmas Day, I'm okay. More seventy eight. <laughs> you can find me laughing here on the Sith list, and uh, you can also Mr. Carlos Borgueo <laughs> and your. Where can people find your fuzzy bits? Uh, you can find my fuzzy bits uh, on Twitter at the Sith List Boo. And you can find me at the Sithless and my memoirs. <laughs> Jesus. Please check us out um, on YouTube. We have a channel and uh, we got reactions and all kinds of cool stuff. Check out the Bad Motivators. Check out all our fun, great podcasts that we listen to and love. Steel Wars, Castle Run, Pop Culture Hour, Blue Harvest, and all that stuff. Guys, again, thank you for listening. And we will catch you next year on episode number 230 of... The Sith List. Merry Christmas. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the King of Angels. Oh, come let us adore him. Oh, come let us adore him. Oh, come let us adore him, God.
Memoirs. Mm.